it's time for something new. I have always been a fan of the next big thing. I love new stuff. I've always loved new stuff. So today, I want to talk about those things. I want to talk about new stuff. I want to talk about the new things that I am working on and, and heading towards. Now, this isn't a reset show. This isn't a, um, uh, oh, I'm going to be going into something new now. Nothing is changing. Um, this is more about new stuff, wanting to uh, try new experiments. You know, I'm an experimenter. I am also an early adopter. When the next new big thing comes out, I've got to have it. So when I see a new way to make music, I see a new way to make music income, or I see a new keyboard. I mean, let's let's be real here. I study and salivate and focus and dream about that new keyboard. Am I saying new keyboard too much? Um, it really could be anything Ooh, a new live video podcasting program. Ooh, a new music library that we're going to talk about today. Ooh, a new royalty collection service, a whole new way of getting royalties. We're going to talk about all those things today. Yes, I will look at music re revolution because everyone's saying that they are making some income from it. Yes, I have a slick new broadcast software that I am using not that I'm going to use that sound effect very often, but um, I I do have some new software, and I hope you enjoy it. Thank you very much. Thank you. But uh, I sign up for every new library and new royalty collector, and I try different distributors all the time. I like new stuff. I like to try new things. And so today I'm going to discuss some new stuff that I am doing we're going to talk about some experiments that I had in May, and I might even be quitting some things, not new things, but actually quitting some things. And so it's time for something new. I'm going to focus on new stuff, and I'm going to try to be very focused to you with you today so that I can get through these new things. Squirrel! Well, welcome to the Make Music Income Podcast, episode 79, and this is where we talk about how to make the music that you love and how to make music income with that music. And I stress the music you love part because if you're not making music with the income you love, then you're just doing work. Now, maybe some of you are cool with that. I'm, I'm not. But I make music income, and we talk about making music income from lots of sources on this channel. Sync licensing for TV, film, and ads. Stock music, or now what we call non-exclusive music licensing for YouTube, but tons of other uses inside of that non-exclusive library. I really have to change my script here now, because I don't say, we're not going to use the word stock as much as we used to, because I think the music that we make that is non-exclusive can be used in so many different ways, beats and gaming and all sorts of stuff, song trader, all sorts of things that we'll talk about. We also talk about artist income. I have an artist coming up on this channel that is 
they totally approached me to be on this channel and they make some income. And we're going to talk about the uniqueness of this artist and how they have amassed tons of followers and uh, are making six figures of music income. So yeah, we're going to be talking artist income on this channel, on this podcast. We talk about online channel incomes, how to make money um, online. We're going to be talking about some new music royalties. Um, that's part of today's show. And so I don't want to spoil it, but uh, we're going to be talking about music production. I still think music production is important. And we're going to be delving into the in the next few weeks into music business. What is going on in the music business and where do we all fit in it? Us composers, us uh, people who are just making music and, and putting it out there and trying to make music income. What's the world like out there in the music business outside of the walls of the music industry, which is basically where we all live. I've done all that I've done, providing for my family for 22 plus years now, making income without a record label, without like the help of a large record label. I, I've had a few relationships with larger record labels, but I've done this, what I call outside the walls, outside the walls of the music industry. And I've made music income uh, for almost 40 years, but for the last 23 years, only from music sources. So most of you watching are kind of like me. You are not signed to a music label. You're not online on some large music publishing company, or maybe you, you've started to sign up with some. I know I have, uh, basically, with sync licensing. But uh, that's what this channel is all about. That's what this podcast is all about, so that we can just talk about those ways to make music income. So on today's show, I want to talk about some new things I am trying for August and for the rest of this year. Some may interest you, some may mystify you, and some may make you wonder, is this really the best use of my time <laughs> when you could be trying something new? But along the way, I will be answering questions from you guys and taking questions. So make sure you have questions here. I've got a lot of new ways to, uh, to, to mark when you've got a question. Here is something I am going to ask today. If you do want to leave a question and you want me to answer it, please put a Q and a colon before the question. Put a Q and a colon before the question. Otherwise, I'm just going to think it's some kind of a you know, comment to somebody else or just a comment to say hey or something. But uh, glad to have everybody in the house today. Uh, Lucas says, yes, Eric, I told you that MR is a big deal. We're, we'll get there. We will get there. All right. Well, let's see. Let's get on with the show here and get to my week. I have had a pretty interesting week this week. Finished uh, all the starters on uh, some tropical country Jimmy Buffett type songs for a library I'm working with and got all the guitars done from a player in Nashville, one of my good friends. And so all those guitars are in and now I am getting vocals done this week and then I will hand those off to the library and uh, three more songs in, uh, in the kitty. Uh, I finished a jazz starter for a client um, it's a cover of Blue Skies uh, and uh, the old standard. And I'm getting that to a drummer today. Hopefully he's working on that today. I meant to get him a, a chart, but I did not. 
I uploaded a bunch of songs to Pond5 and Motion Array and some other libraries, uh, just a bunch of uh, classical things that I've had sitting around. And so I've been trying to get them on here and on there. And so finally I'm getting those up. I worked on a song for an advertising theme album that we're, I'm working on with several artists. And I think it turned out pretty good. It's kind of mariachi in a way. Uh, so uh, it's gonna be kind of fun. And then we started the new Mastermind on Wednesday. And so that is pretty much now closed. I would say it's we're in the second week coming up this week of the 10-week uh, album or 10-week 10-song challenge. If you're interested, you can jump in really at any time. I'll give you a discount. But uh, I, I really like the size of the group right now, and I don't really need too much more as far as people, but if you'd like to be part of that and you'd like to get a discount and jump in with us and start creating some songs and having other people speak into your songs every week, it's on the hellocomposers.com site. So uh, just go there and go to hellocomposers.com. You'll find out about that. And then I discovered this Ecamm Live this week. I don't remember how I discovered it. I, I know that I was, I've, I've just been kind of down on the quality of my of my live streams lately and just haven't been able to get them to be quality. Even this, I probably could have hooked in directly uh, to the internet and I'm, I'm actually on Wi-Fi and it still looks like it's doing great. So one of the differences about Ecamm Live that I'm using today is, is it's, it's pretty much like if OBS and StreamYard had a baby, it would be Ecamm Live because it's, it's a computer program rather than a streaming a website that I stream through, which was, I think was a little too much for my internet's uh, capabilities here. So, all right, well, that is uh, this week uh, as far as what I have been doing. So yeah, it's going to be a, uh, a fun program. I hope you'll stick with us here as we move now from Eric's week to, and uh, also this makes it pretty easy to do this, it's time for the news. That's right. It's time for the news. On Monday, August 7th, 2023. All right. And so I have got uh, some really cool news here. And um, so in today's news, TikTok music. I don't know if you've heard of this, but I just kind of uh, found out about this this week. And basically, this is looks like a spot a new Spotify and Apple Music competitor that is coming out uh, very soon. It's kind of in beta right now. Hello, Shane. Shane just popped in. So yeah, this is interesting looking. Um, it looks like it's going to connect to your TikTok account, so you can imagine it'll be a way to. Uh, show off music that you're listening to. It has a music community with it. Um, it has, here are the prices, which are very, uh, pretty much uh, the same as, I'd say, Spotify. Um, there's a lot of things. You can find all this at uh, music.tiktok.com. I'll try to remember to go down and put this in the description. So what is TikTok music? Well, TikTok music is a music streaming platform that brings you new ways to listen. Stream your favorite music from TikTok and discover new and emerging artists. Explore the unique community features that help you express yourself and connect with fellow music lovers. So 
this is, as far as I'm concerned, it looks like a direct competitor and somebody who is really trying to compete with Spotify and Apple Music. We will see if it, um, if it becomes something. But I just thought this was an interesting thing to, to kind of introduce this week because, uh, I, you know, Spotify and Apple Music, we do a lot of videos about them. And I think that is a very viable way. And I would imagine, I mean, if I go through DistroKid, I am still getting on TikTok somehow. I mean, my music is available at TikTok, but this is a whole new, looks like a DSP uh, streaming platform for music that's going to compete with Spotify. So yeah, we'll see what happens with this. And uh, let's see, what else do we, do you know uh, that I have some things for free? Well, I do. And if I wanted to show you more, all I got to do is stretch this out. Yeah, there's free stuff at makemusicincome.com and you can see it right here, I hope. I'll have to see. The newest thing is this uh, Tools to Make Music Income, which I made, that's the newest one. But also the free ebook, 50 Ways to Make Music Income, that also has been newly updated. And uh, I'm getting ready to, I believe I'm gonna turn all these into courses. So um, get them while they are cheap as ebooks, because at that point I may just um, include them with the course. But yeah, that is that is how you can get them and you can go and see that at makemusicincome.com slash free. It's free all the time and would love to have you have that stuff there. All right, so it's time for some more news. Some more news. I gotta get rid of all these windows. All right, so news item number two. It's, uh, we've been going through the summer sales and it is now time for eight audios summer sale. That's uh, the 12 year harmony event, whatever that means, but up to 70% off most instruments. Now, personally, I kind of have a, I wouldn't say love, hate, love, like relationship with eight DO. I think they are cool. Um, I, I love some of their interfaces. So far, their sounds haven't completely blown me away, and uh, I've only gotten a few, but I really enjoy using them, and they are having a big sale right now, so if you are wanting some some things, I would say when you look at stuff like you know $29 for a violin or um, some of these, um, these different ones, um, I, I I did I think I have the all clear clarinet, which is very good. But they 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 have a lot of things. So if you have comments about eight do instruments, but uh, the whole point here is they are having a seventy percent off sale, and so you may want to look at that if you're interested in that kind of thing, and you're just don't you you don't have enough sounds. Uh, of the thousands and thousands of sounds that you have, you know we all have too many. And uh, so we'll see where we are with uh, with instruments as far as me. I pretty much am set right now after upgrading to the Native Instruments Complete. And so uh, thanks for the likes. Hey, uh, I'm seeing likes. So if you like this video, love this video, make sure you give me a thumbs up because that helps people find out about this broadcast and watch this video. 
And uh, I will not likely be doing a, I've decided to start doing a new, um, a new, like every, at the end of, at middle of the week, just cut out the, the topic part of this particular podcast, of every podcast, so that I can really um, kind of drive home that point with all, without all this new stuff and viewer mail and stuff. And I know people love the new stuff and I do too. That's part of the podcast. This is the podcast. We have fun here. We talk about stuff and I, I take questions from you guys. But um, right now, I also want to make sure people get the topic stuff. But this week I won't be doing that because I have a whole new video coming out and we'll be talking about that. Actually, that's kind of what we're going to talk about next. Arco says he misses the mastermind days very much. Arco, you don't have to miss it. We're doing one right now. You can come join us, you know. Uh, email me if you're interested. We'd love to have you back. We're doing a very interesting 10-song mastermind. So come join us if you want to. We have room. We'll make room for you, Arco. The next thing I want to talk about is makemusicincome.com slash daily. This is something um, that I have been doing where I am trying to uh, talk about what is going on. I'm getting ready to do one as soon as I get done with this podcast to everybody who is watching that. I don't do it every day, but I try to come on and share interesting wins and behind the scenes stuff that I am doing that day. And uh, sorry, I haven't been able to do one yet this morning, but getting ready for this podcast, especially with brand new software that I've never used before live and trying to pull out a whole video live is quite an undertaking and just making sure I had everything ready was uh, well something. But we'll talk about that in makemusicincome.com slash daily is where you can find that and join us and be part of that daily thing. It doesn't cost anything. It's barely, barely costs anything. It's not even as much as a cup of coffee. You know, I wouldn't even know because I don't drink coffee, but uh, come and join us at makemusicincome.com slash daily. All right, now it is time for viewer mail, and I don't really have a, uh, I don't really have a theme for this, but we could just use this. There we go. <laughs> that's that's the stand-in uh, viewer mail logo sound, I guess. So today's viewer mail is from my friend and a longtime viewer. And um, Mark Rushton, I don't know if Mark is here today, but Mark left a comment last week on the uh, YouTube site. Um, and he said, I just signed up for international non-US neighboring rights collection through SoundExchange. I think they started offering it in late 2022, but didn't notice until a recent newsletter. I had to fill out a form and scan, email it back to them. Since my catalog of titles and codes are already in sound exchange, this seems super easy. Kind of curious on what is logging, uh, lurking out there. Well, this is interesting. You should uh, say this at this time. And so that is one of the reasons why I wanted to put this as viewer mail today, because I just did a complete interview last week with someone from Prague, Czech Republic, uh, with a company that collects neighboring rights. Now, I have heard that SoundExchange collects neighboring rights too. In this video, it seems like that may not be the case for what we're talking about. But again, and I do have 
some stuff, uh, something from Sound Exchange loaded up here, and we'll just look at it. It does say that on their site that they are the largest global neighboring rights organization. Uh, we have collection agreements with the counterpart organizations in countries across the globe covering 80% of the neighboring rights market outside the U.S. Now, you still might be saying, okay, fine. What the heck is neighboring rights? I don't get it. What is it? What is neighboring rights? Well, I'm glad you asked because I have a whole video coming up explaining that from a person who all they do is neighboring rights. Now, Mark, here is my thought about neighboring rights and sound exchange. In the same way that sometimes I am a little reticent to use CD Baby or DistroKid to collect my YouTube content ID in money and I want a specialist like I want Identify to be using um, the information to collect my uh, my content ID because they, all they do is content ID. And I, I got another $200 this month from content ID or I should say another $200 was collected for May or June or whatever the month was. But that is a focus company collecting content ID incomes for me. So I wonder if SoundExchange, which is really focused as much on or more on non-interactive things like XM, Sirius Radio, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. But uh, I, I emailed SoundExchange last night because uh, after your email, I, I don't know if I have filled out a form for this. And so if that's the case, if I could be sure that they are collecting neighboring rights. Now, this is a whole different thing, and it's collected by a whole different bunch of people in what we call CMOs, and we'll, we'll talk about what they are in the video, and that video should be coming out about midweek this week. And it's very interesting. Folks, this is a new income stream that's coming out that, um, that we just haven't seen or really been uh, getting yet. But you have to go to a company that collects those, and they have to go to what we call CMOs around the world which is kind of like a PRO, except they collect this neighboring right. It's very complicated and it's not easy. So I'm gonna to wait to the video that I've got coming out this week before I explain that. But thanks Mark for bringing that up. And we'll talk more about that when we release this video this week. And it'll, it should be something that explains it a little bit more, goes way back into history on why we're not just automatically getting these uh, the U.S. doesn't necessarily have neighboring rights, but some other countries do, some other countries, and not all of those other countries pay it in the same way or through the same place. The U.K. doesn't pay a certain thing. So we're going to get into all that. We're going we're gonna to really have a definitive neighboring rights video coming up, and if Sound Exchange wants to disagree or if I find more out from Sound Exchange about neighboring rights and what they do with them, I will certainly share that here on this channel. All right, well, it's time to get into trying new things or time for something new and some, it's always time as far as I'm concerned for new things. Folks, if you are not trying new things, trying new experiments with your music, trying new uh, things, then you really need to because I feel like that is one of those things that we um, we don't talk about enough is, is the fact that we tend to find a place put our songs, we throw them in there 
or we, we find easy ways to put them on Spotify and then we just set it and forget it and hope it brings us money one day. But we've got to continue to do new experiments. And one of the things I am doing this month is I'm back at it. I'm experimenting again like a mad scientist. You know, all of these are ongoing experience experiments. I think you would agree, any of you in this uh, that are in the chat right now would agree that Pond5, Motion Array, any of these things, this new one that we're going to talk about in a minute, uh, Music Revolution, they're all, it's not even new, it's just new to me, but they're all experiments. Um, if you might remember, I did a video a few months ago about that I was going to change everything from $5. I would put everything at $5 on Pond5. Just, just, I did that last year, and that really did stimulate sales. But I put everything at $5, and uh, it had gotten to the point where that wasn't really making me anything, and so I decided to go completely the other way. I heard about a guy who was selling everything on Pond5 for $69. So I put everything at $69, all 200 and whatever files I have up there, I put at $69. And I figured if I just had one sale, I'd get a payout. Well, I had two sales, and two sales of $69. And I thought, well, would I rather have 10 to $25 sales or would I rather have two $69 sales? And, and I think it was obvious what I chose. But after that month where I had the two $69 sales, I had last month where I had zero sales. And so the experiment continues. And so in August, I'm doing another $5 experiment. And here's the crux of this, folks. If you are in Pond5 and you have your music in this library, and I go through the complete of August. Now, August is is kind of a quiet month for stock music. What are, what are people going to use it? Back to school. I mean, Labor Day might uh, stir up some um, some some music that is uh, patriotic, and, and you should get more patriotic music out there. I'm going to be doing some more patriotic music this year and probably in, a, in advance of Labor Day. But if I go through the month of August with zero sales at $5, we've got to start talking about something about Pond5, and that is, did this whole subscription? I don't, I don't even know what they're doing subscription thing, but you know, did we get kind of sold or bought out by Pond5 for our AI use of AI? We could let them use our AI uh, stuff, our, our music to generate and populate their AI music engines. I'm starting to wonder because it's getting a little weird over there at Pond5. And so this experience, it's going to be a $5 experience. But um, yeah, it's its very quiet um, for sure. Um, by the way, uh, just for you people who are in there, I said at the beginning, if you have a question, you want to ask a question, make sure to put a Q and a colon in front of that. So I know that it's a question. All right. Very good. So that's the first thing. That's the first library experiment that I'll be doing this month is going back down to $5 and see if that stimulates that. Sometimes when you do a change down to a, a, a bigger number or a smaller number, it seems to stimulate the library, but we'll see if it does or not. I also lowered all prices at AudioSparks and I am now putting, uh, I have a new, a new place on there where I put music on something called Radio Sparks because that allows me 
to put stuff in there that is in content ID. And so, and really all I get paid for is their streaming type of site anyway. They have a kind of a uh, Spotify presence, I believe, a streaming presence. And I get five to $10, I think, a month from Audio Sparks. And so uh, that is one of my experiments is to continue to put more stuff into this Radio Sparks thing, see if I can get that up past $10. It's not barely even worth my time or my work. Same thing with Audio Jungle. Uh, I, I have I need to put some things up there, uh, but no sales there in months. And I think I sell for a normal 25 bucks or so there. And I haven't found that going down to $5 helps at all. And they take so much that it doesn't really make any sense to do that. Uh, I could go up. I think actually I did go up to $49 there across the board. I was gonna go to 49 across the board everywhere. But again, I'm just not sure it's helping. And it might be, again, I think August is gonna be kind of a quiet month there. Uh, Song Trader continues to be a, a, a strange and odd thing. I, I do believe in the monetization options they have there. I need to put more stuff up there. But again, it becomes a time thing. There's so much that Song Trader does but there are also so many screens you have to fill out with Song Trader. So it's a bit of time, at least five to 10 minutes per song to put stuff into Song Trader. But once you do, you have the opportunity to put it into on hold music and um, the other kinds of business radio and different things that they have, monetization options. And those things pay off from time to time. I'll get a hundred bucks or have a $200 month from them sometimes. That happens about twice a year. And once I get all those songs in there, it does make a difference. Arco says you have an option to lower price at AudioSparks. You absolutely do. You can go in. It it tells you what it suggests you put them at, but you can uh, you can go in and put them lower. Now I've only done this to a few, but I do believe that uh, it might be something to try. I have had very few, uh, very very not great luck really with audio sparks as far as right, um, outright sales. I had two in the very beginning with them. And then everything else after that, everything has been straight up uh, streaming sales that they, they stream their music to clients. It might be overhead music or, or some kind of a thing like that. But I, and I believe I've seen some of their stuff on Spotify as well. But uh, yes, you can, to, for the buyout stuff, you can take that down. Um, Shane says, now see, this is how you ask a question on this new system, Q. How does SoundPaint compare to 8DO? Well, I think they're both related, right? I think um, when you go to the 8DO site, I think 8DO and SoundPaint are somehow related. Um, to be honest, Shane, I do not know, but I, I know that they're very related because I'll see SoundPaint um, at the same time, but this is a, a an eight do sale. Let's see if SoundPaint is doing any kind of sound or uh, sale or not. Um, no, but as you can see, the site looks almost the same. I don't know if you're seeing this. Um, the site of SoundPaint is this. Look at this. It's got the same kind of thing running at the top. It looks just the same. Now they're not doing any sales necessarily, but you can find it's very cheap anyway, right? They don't even need to do sales because it's just very cheap. That looks interesting, the Nuno 60, <laughs> I like that. But yeah, um, they look just the same to me. 
And so I, I, as far as I know, they are owned by the same company, but I'm not quite sure. Um, they're not doing a sale, but they don't need to because uh, I think, you know, it's, it's already very cheap. All right, um, let me know if you have any other questions. Um, Shane says, would love to see the pool area of the Casa for the behind the scenes. Yeah, that's one of the perks of Make Music Income Daily is you get to see the beautiful sunshine and uh, I think it's pretty out today. You know, welcome to Florida, folks. It's sunny one minute and rainy the other, the next minute. But yeah, I'll do the, I'll do the, uh, I'll do a little outside. It's it's really hot and humid here, but I'll do a little outside, uh, a little behind the scenes today. All right, everybody. Uh, Lucas says Audio Sparks is too clunky and time consuming in publishing tracks. I gave up for this reason, no doubt. It's very clunky. It's very time consuming, and uh, again, I, I only am seeing pennies from that uh, every month, and uh, you're splitting that with them at a ridiculous rate. They're taking, I think it's 60-40 or something like that. Again, one of those 70-30 or 65-35 things where you're not getting that much, and I just take what I get from them and, and have not really been uh, publishing tracks there either lately, uh, just for that very reason that you just said. All right, so moving on to more library experience. Um, Motion Array is ongoing. I think I get a decent average for a what I call I call myself now a fringe composer because I am certainly not composing the cool lo-fi hip hop uh, pop stuff that YouTubers like to put on their videos i am doing more i do everything from gospel to uh, patriotic to jazz and classical and just all the fringe things and those keep me in to the point where i'm getting three to four hundred downloads a month which equals out to about a hundred dollars a month i don't consider that terrible i'll take the hundred bucks you know and i like to focus on the fringe i like to do fringe stuff i just i already told you i did Jazz and Jimmy Buffett and and Mariachi this week, so I am I am definitely on the fringe, and I I enjoy it. I I like working that way. And if you're a composer and you're not having any luck with these libraries, you might consider doing some public domain or um, some other genres other than just trying to do more hip hop or just trying to do more lo-fi or EDM or whatever. I know it might be. I know on this channel my motto is make the music you love and make music income i actually kind of love creating unique arrangements of of public domain songs and things like that so for me uh it's it's fun to make different kinds of things i do make some lo-fi i do make some some pop and things like that for my other libraries but for stock i, I or for non-exclusive uses for youtubers for presentations for whatever people are using stuff for, I do all kinds of things and I enjoy them. So fringe might be a secret there if you're looking to get more stuff downloaded. All right, so now let's talk about, uh, do I have a thing for this? No, I'm still in library experiments here. And uh, the newest one that I'm talking about is called Music Revolution. And again, this isn't a new library. It's a very old library, actually, it looks like. And I'll let you see this, this company and what it looks like. And don't get your hopes up because it's not the hottest, newest 
cutest sight in the world. As a matter of fact, folks, it looks a little, <laughs> a little like um, it looks a little like most like audio sparks. To be honest with you, um, premium royalty free music for all your projects, and it has. Uh, what I do like about it is it has a. Um, a pricing component, uh, and you can price it nine ninety nine. I think like twenty five ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine. I think I'm pricing mine at forty nine ninety nine right now. But you can do a lot of things. They have a subscription; it's rather high. I like the fact that their subscription is kind of high, so that you have to kind of pay. Um, and, and their subscriptions start at one forty nine ninety nine. So I kind of like that, and it might mean that their subscription pays more. I have heard from some people on our Discord, and by the way, if you're not in our Discord and you like to be on Discord and ask people questions and find out more information from over a thousand people, I don't even know where it is, 1,200, 1,300 people right now in that Discord, and you can ask questions, and we talk about stuff all the time, but we're talking about all of this stuff, and Music Revolution is one that's been getting some, I don't know, popular talk lately, and so I decided to jump into it. I threw a few things up there this weekend, and we'll see uh, how that goes. I've um, just, if it's something I've heard from a few different uh, people on there, that it's certainly something that, that, can, that is worth the time. Um, Lucas says, uh, MR has an old fashioned interface, but it works. Okay. Arco has a question. Uh, do you do any experiments on music supervisor pro and crucial? Yes. Crucial for sure. And I have three songs pending at crucial. And here's, what's interesting. Um, when they're pending, they're checking the rights. And they did tell me recently they are a little behind. But when they are checking the rights at Crucial Music, that means that you're pretty much got those songs in. They just have to check the rights, and then then they'll have you sign the contracts. But here's the cool part: you know they only allow three uh, songs at a time for you to upload to Crucial Music. But uh, and it's a library that focuses on TV and film, and they show you the pitches, and they're pitching to TV shows that you know and movies that you know. It's pretty cool. So I love Crucial, and but the the cool thing is once they approve the three songs or or start checking the rights on the songs that they want to accept, you can upload three more. I started to go through that process, and I was able to start to upload three more. So in effect, I can get six uh, going up there. And if you're doing covers, you can get even more than that going at the same time up to Crucial. So uh, I don't do experiments with Crucial. I just use Crucial because I I think that is a, a valuable. I see the pitches. I love where I see those pitches going. So I want to get more into Crucial. They're just very, very, very picky, which is good. I like picky libraries. Music Supervisor Pro. Let's take a look at music. Well, I'm not going to go there, but I just haven't had enough success there. And they also have a lot of screens to fill out. And they also have an old-fashioned interface. So I am not super crazy about the interface on Music Supervisor Pro. And so that's why I'm not going to, uh, I, I just haven't had the time to upload more there. I probably could. I could probably treat them like Crucial Music and and try to think about them more like that. But I, I've had a lot of listens there, but not really any kind of, uh, any kind of uh, income or anything like that from Music Supervisor Pro. So, all right, where does that leave us in our library experience? Uh, so I am trying Music Revolution, and then here are the libraries, though, I have quit uploading to, and maybe probably for good. Deposit photos just seems like a waste of my time after two and a half years or two years to 
have made, you know, $3 or something there. Dreams time, same. Vfine is just too much trouble to understand. Their site is half in, in Chinese. You can't understand it. And it, it hasn't worked for me. No one is really, I've got like $34 supposedly I've made there, but unless you get to 50, I think I'll never see that. And then there's all the weirdness of them paying you. Same with 100 audio, just not, don't have the time to deal with that crazy upload procedure. And then um, 123RF, not dealing with them anymore. I, have, I think I've had one sale for a dollar something this year and uh, just don't see that as something that I want to keep pursuing. I think I've made about $80 with 123RF from the start of 2021. So two and a half years with 123RF and I've made about $80. Again, if I had unlimited time or I had someone to do it for me, I might indeed just put everything up to all these libraries, but um, it, it, and that is really the way, folks. It's it's a penny game in a lot of ways. So you need to put everything up everywhere if you want to make if you want all those pennies to add up. And to be honest, all those pennies and dollars from all these little non-exclusive libraries, including um, including Motion Array, but also including Song. I include Song Trader in the non-exclusive places. I include my sheet music in non-exclusive places, and I include. Um, the back end, which for me is identify in that. And that is like 10 grand over the last two and a half years. So I count that as a success and I'll keep taking that. It's leveled out now. It looks like it's going to level out to about three grand a year now. So that's not nothing. It's not a lot, but it's not nothing for sure. So this could be called non-exclusive non experiments too, because these aren't only libraries, but most of them are libraries. Uh, a few libraries last comment on uh, libraries. A few of them are on the clock for me. Uh, Infinity is a super easy library to upload to, but I've seen nothing from them in a year or more, uh, maybe maybe a year and a half. No, no sales, no income. And the music case, which I love. I think they are very, I love the way they you upload to that. And I've made 20 bucks there. So will I continue to put stuff up there? Maybe. Yeah, maybe we, I might, but they're both on the clock. So we'll just have to wait and we'll just have to see. All right, where are we? Library experience. Okay, and uh, hey, I think this is working so far. Everybody give me a thumbs up if to this video if you think Ecamm Live is the thing. I might just go ahead and do the big switch. There's a few little weirdnesses as far as the thumbnail didn't kind of transfer when I was using it around, but um, it looked it, it worked fine on YouTube, so that's all I cared about. It it, it put the um, the live going live thumbnail up on YouTube, which is probably the most important part. So that worked well, and we'll see how the recording is. But so far, it looks really good, and you can tell me how the sound is. Let me check with some questions here um, before I get to the last few things I want to talk about today. Shane says, what type of music is Revolution Music Revolution looking for, Q-based or more long form? Um, they have, a, I, I don't really know that. Um, I'll go back and share this screen with you and let you see it again, and we'll explore that here for a second. They have moods. They have, ooh, select the application. This I do like this. Like, what application are you looking for when you when you do 
It's a little, it's a little unique interface, but it, it works once you get the hang of it. And I'll probably do a video on this. If I make any money on this, I will do a video about how to upload to it because there's tricks to it for sure. But uh, you can select the mood, which is not many moods, but it seems to cover everything, the instruments, the genre, and the genres are, are pretty clean and clear, I think, uh, if it's got certain kind of instruments. And you always want to, if you've got accordion or bagpipes or banjo or dulcimer or, um, again, fringe things, marimba, this is a little old term here, oriental strings. I don't even know that we use that word anymore. Uh, world percussion, I think, is an important one if you've got things with world percussion in it. But uh, steel drums, I have quite a few I've uploaded already with steel drums. So, uh, and then it has influences, which I'm not crazy about putting that in. But they here's just piano. Yeah, here's some a piano. Feature music is piano there, Shane. So that should be interesting uh, to you as a pianist. But uh, it, I, it, I don't know yet, to be honest with you. Luca may know a little bit more about what they accept from him. But as I have found with all of these libraries, all of these type things, it looks like if you're asking Cubase versus long form, and when you say Cubased, you mean cues as Dave means them for television probably, and I would say more long form. Uh, as far as I can tell right now. However, it does have specific uses like advertising and things like that. So who knows? I just don't know just yet. Um, Arco says, I am preparing to submit to Music Vine, Music Revolution, and Motion Array. I hope this will be good. Yeah, those are three different kinds of libraries, but good luck to you, my friend. All right, well, let's talk about the last few things I have on here. And the next one is sheet music, and I am continuing to try to get more out. I just got a new check, another check from Arrange Me, or I should say Hal Leonard. It's always cool to get a check from Hal Leonard Music. Man, that just seems cool. That It's like being a, uh, like Hal Leonard is your publisher, you know? And to get a check from Hal Leonard Music is, or I should say a digital payment through my, to my PayPal, Pretty cool, I think, and so or Stripe or however they pay, but I, I really think it's cool and I love them. Uh, and, and so far, it's a lot of fun uh, to do. I just have to get more done. I'm about to finish one that uh, I will likely share with my with my group, uh, with my mastermind group here soon as the finished version of Four uh, Five Reasons, which is a song I've been working on for a while. I think it's about done. Um, all right, so um, I just need to get more shoot music out, but I always say that. All right, and finally, let's just talk about the last things, the next things, more new stuff. Um, so I already talked about neighboring rights, and there's going to be a video about that, and then I'm also checking with Sound Exchange, and so I'm. It's possible I might hold that video until I find I get a reply from Sound Exchange and do some research and find out if Sound Exchange really goes and gets at neighboring rights. You know, again, folks, I believe in picking the company to collect this this money from this thing. Like who's gonna co collect your content ID monies? So far, I and most of the people that are on our Discord and my friend Stevie B, we all like Identify an awful lot. There's also AdRev out there and there are, uh, all the distributors say they will collect it. I just don't. I don't trust that the distributors are going to 
work as hard on that kind of stuff as I as somebody who is focused on it, you know, and I really feel like I would rather have someone focused on these 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 things. And so neighboring rights, I, I do have this video coming up. We will at least explain what they are so you'll know what this library this this royalty is. It's basically a third royalty beyond or fourth royalty beyond performance, beyond mechanical, beyond sync. So it's pretty interesting. And then the next thing that I'm I'm going to be talking about here with someone on the show is about what it's like to be your own sync agent, to approach and, and the importance of sync agency versus libraries. And I'm talking here more about sync licensing to television and film and advertising. And I'm going to have a very passionate person coming on here very soon to tell us why we are fools to use music libraries. So we'll see how that goes. That That's gonna be kind of a crazy time maybe, but we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but I, I've thought about this for years and I've mentioned it on this channel. Should this be the year that I start reaching out and building an email list of music supervisors and sync agents and different publishers that might like the music that I'm making. Because to me, you know I like to make the music I like to make and then find a home for it versus doing it the opposite way. So uh, that's something I'm thinking about. Maybe this is as soon as the year I can or I can conquer Artlist um, and, and or Artlist Originals. I would love to be part of that ecosphere, but I am not just yet. So uh, again, I haven't been trying awfully hard to be honest. So um, we'll see. But uh, the other thing that I am thinking about is is beats and gaming. Uh, I, I am having a conversation actually on both of these with the people who know a lot about these uh, beats as far as getting your songs on BeatStars. Can we take the songs that we create for all of our other non-exclusive libraries and song trader and things like that and also get them in beat stores like BeatStars or into gaming stores. But the problem I believe there is content ID and I am a content ID person, but um, I'm gonna be doing some research into that and I will let you know. There are, there are a lot of people out there who mix beats and beat sales and beat leasing with sync licensing. So we will see how that goes because I would think there could be a content ID kind of conflict at some point. So we'll see how that goes. And then uh, I am working on some online courses right now and some mini courses and maybe even taking some old stuff from my, my past videos. People are always asking me the same questions. How do I do this? How do I do that? And I've already answered them in videos. So I'm thinking about organizing that, that material into courses and putting it out for available, but still not yet making a community. I still don't think there's a need for another community out there that you have to pay for and be part of. So not doing that just yet. And then finally, the next thing that I think I'm really going to get into is underwater basket weaving. It's just been something that's been a passion of mine for years. Not really. I'm just kidding. So <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of one of those things. So let's uh, get any questions in because I think we're about done with today's podcast. Shane had asked um, what kind of music 
is Music Revolution looking for since we're talking about them? And Lucas said he is selling a lot of different kinds of music on Music Revolution, funky, dance, cinematic, hip-hop, trap. That all sounds similar. And, and, uh, like uh, That's, that's going to be interesting. And I, I would love to be able to tell you uh, if I'm getting some of the genres, which none of mine are there. Uh, I, I, I do have some funky and stuff, but I don't do hip hop trap that much or hip hop or trap or, uh, I do have, I'm, I'm putting classical up there. I'm going to be putting jazz up there. I'm going to be putting a piano solo up there. I'm going to be putting just different, the different things I do, uh, up there, Latin, uh, stuff like that. So, and yes, they are non-exclusive from what I understand. Um, and Luca also says you can choose the way you want to upload tracks or even choose to take part in the subscription mode thanks to the partner between um, Music Revolution and Adobe. Although I, I thought I heard something about um, the Adobe deal about content ID. Luca, if you can comment on that, but I'm not sure. So, folks, we've talked about a lot of things here. And uh, if you're out there driving around in the, the podcast, I hope this has been helpful for you to think about something new for you. And uh, Lucas says he's also sold synthwave and synth pop tracks on MR. Okay, still not something I do, but thank you for letting me know that. So if you are trying something new and you're watching this podcast, please leave a comment down below uh, and let us know if anything that you've been trying is working or not working in music income, in libraries, in anything else that you're doing. If, if there's something that you've been doing to make music income with your music and it's a, a little experiment or something you, you've been trying this year, let me know. I would love to know in the comments below after this thing wrapped up. Uh, if you like Ecamm Live, if you like the quality this week, give me a thumbs up. If you uh, have learned anything today, Ronan says, thanks again, music coach. You are absolutely welcome. Glad to help, and uh, this is just what I do. I like to talk about the stuff that I'm doing and help you do it. Why not? Uh, I don't have anything else to do, just hundreds of songs to finish and get out, and that's what I'm going to go do now. Also going to go talk to my Make Music Income Daily folks. Again, if you are interested in Make Music Income Daily, make sure that you check out makemusicincome.com slash daily and get joining us there, folks. Um, I'm, I might be turning this into something. I might be turning this into, I don't know if a community is the right right subject because I think you guys have enough places to talk to and our Discord is, is full. But there's a possibility, not a possibility, it looks like I'm going to be getting into the studio a lot soon. And so a lot of those studio things will be behind the scenes stuff where we are shooting just live streaming straight from the studio when we are working on things one of the videos that my behind the scenes people haven't even seen yet is something I took the day I was um, completely focusing uh, on. I was tracking in Nashville right here on the computer uh, and they were live streaming back to me and I was listening. And so I shared that with my <laughs> behind the scenes audience, which hasn't seen it yet because I took three videos and I have to edit them together. So I probably will just throw them up there. But uh, anyway, that's the kind of thing you're going to see on makemusicincome.com slash daily. Go there, be part of it, be with us. And who knows what might become of that, that little thing. I almost said community, but it's a little bit more of a behind the scenes and uh, just a unique thing that you don't get here on the channel. 
All right, folks, that's it for me today. I hope you guys are all good. Arco, if you want to compose something artistic, you should join us for the rest of the Mastermind. Just saying. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for hanging in and being here today. It's been a fun time. I think we like Ecamm Live. I think it's going to work. And so join us next time for You Know It, You Love It, the Make Music Income Podcast. Here we go. So uh, thanks, everybody. We'll see you next time. Make some great music this week that you love. Do some experiments. Change things up. If things aren't working, do something new. I love new. All right, we'll see you guys next time here on the Make Music Income Podcast. Have a great week.